0: About eight years ago, I decided to try something new in the bedroom, and I dislocated a vertebrae in my neck.
1: (laughs) Never knew there was a sexy reason to visit a chiropractor, but with that, let's start the show. (laughs) Welcome to Boozy Brunch. This is the one time uh, that Stacey and I get together without the FCC regulations uh, of what we can and cannot do or say, look back on the show, play some of the favorite clips from the week, and also, cheers. Cheers! Drink our drinks. So that was, um, well, actually, she asked us not to use her name, but it was an original listener of our show. We were talking about dumb injuries Mm -hmm. because I threw my back out picking up. A handful of dried leaves in my backyard in Soulard.
2: Yeah, that's pretty funny. I
1: stood up and said, ah, oh, it doesn't feel right, and I was limping around all night and then all today.
2: Now, normally I would like to give you a hard time for that, but that's how it happens, which is what you have to watch out for.
1: It's, it's when you least expect it. Right. And as our friend reported, she was uh, in the throes of passion Ugh. when the injury struck.
0: So, about eight years ago, I decided to try something new in the bedroom, and I dislocated a vertebrae in my neck. (laughs) We won't go into detail, but I went to the chiropractor and he said, were you in a car accident? I'm like, (laughs) like, no. I don't
1: know if we should say sorry or congratulations. (laughs)
0: Well, I can tell you, dislocating a vertebra in your neck is the worst pain I have ever been in in my entire life.
1: I think that could also be put on the list of mood ruiners.
0: Yes, and definitely something I will never try again. <laughs> but I check it off my <laughs>
2: but also, the best way to get an injury, I think. Like, you don't want to be
1: in a car accident. <laughs> yeah, but, but what, oh, what are you no. going to say to your friends when they ask you what happened?
0: <laughs> well, I was honest with some of them because I could be, but others, like my chiropractor, we will never know what the real reason why I did that. Your
1: husband's nickname now is Mack Truck. (laughs) After we got off the phone with her, you asked me if I have ever had a a romantic injury.
2: Yeah, and the funny thing is you never answered me. You so quickly changed the subject. Did you have to sift through them to figure out what you wanted to
1: tell me about? I don't don't think I have, so Mm -hmm. I'm going to count myself lucky. The closest I got was uh, when... I it was to having sex. It, it was so cool. <laughs> I almost did it. We uh, it was it was dark. It was pitch dark, and we happened to be standing up, and I had no point of reference, and I did not. I I couldn't balance. Luckily, oh. there was a wall closer than I thought, so we fell, and I just ended up leaning against oh the wall. My God! I, if if, if that's that, so scary. If that wall wasn't there, I don't know <laughs> what would have happened. Ah, uh, that's funny. Yourself.
2: Yeah. Really? Um. Yeah, actually, I guess I'm not quite as bendy as my boyfriend's ex, and so oh, no. just <laughs> you can't. pulled a muscle Wha- so hard. Watch
1: the hamstrings in the morning. We haven't done our yoga yet. Oh, my God. Stop knowing what I was doing. <laughs> as if that isn't relatable to everybody. <laughs> but when we were talking about uh, this on the radio, again, this this show we can... Talk a little bit more loosely than we can on on the governed radio, but you you were talking about your your grocery store injury, which cracks me up because it's you poked out your eye trying to be cool because you were obsessed yeah. over a guy, and it also just gave me a peek into the into the grocery world because I feel like every every industry that has a lot of people with the same job, so there's a lot of grocery checkers or mm-hmm. a lot of whoever in the same a lot of servers at a restaurant. You form like your own community, yeah. of people, and you were saying everyone was. Basically trying to do what you did, but you got there, but then you lost by blinding yourself.
2: Yeah, so I would like to tell you two stories. The first one is that you've really hit the nail on the head with, you know, forming a community. The funny thing is that I've worked in radio for a really long time, and the craziest, dirtiest, hardest partying times I've ever had are in the grocery store, not radio.
1: Well, It's so funny. Two things on that. Number one, I just believe you because you're around each other more in a grocery store or when you're a server. The That's The thing true. that kind of keeps us from being a community, I think, working in radio is we're all in our separate studios with the doors closed. We're doing our own thing. We're within right. the same industry, so we know the same kind of stuff that you run into so you can relate to each other mm-hmm. but you you're not in it together like comrades
2: right whereas you're not banding together against the evil
1: exactly. corporation on the other side though street team if you're on a radio street yes. team yes that was the second thing i was going to say i actually i had to stop telling stories to the street team here in st louis because they're like squeaky clean they what I keep on being like, so, yeah any, um you know, uh, love triangles going on? Oh, God, or Do no. you guys ever go, like, what's weird? And they're like, no, maybe once or twice we met up for a drink, and then we uh, shook hands and went home. I wow. was telling them the kind of stuff we got into in New York, and maybe it was that added thing of we were in New York City. There was nine <laughs> bars within two walking blocks. It
2: was also a different corporate environment back then like we got away with a lot of stuff that you can't get away with today
1: maybe so but i that is it was we it, you can't tell the stories but we it was the same thing i think as the grocery store where we all felt like we were in it together we were mm-hmm. getting paid basically minimum wage right in a city that's one of the most expensive cities in the world the talent on those stations were making huge dollars so like yeah we we were like us against everybody else yeah let's team up and get into some weird situations but I want to hear more about your grocery store.
2: So there was this guy who came through the line, and he was super cute. And there were like three of us girl baggers up front, and we were all like, "Oh, that guy's so cute!" So bag his groceries, if you know what I mean. And I think, I think our machine hiccupped.
1: So I, you saw a cute, you saw a cute guy, and he wanted to bag his groceries, right? If you know what you mean, which means putting his groceries in a bag,
2: right? Okay. I'm okay. glad cool. you cool. know cool. exactly cool. what cool. I mean. So, um. We were all, you know, working, and I got done first with what I was doing, and I went over, and I'm like, hey, welcome to Lucky's. Would you like paper or plastic?
1: <laughs> Smooth opening line. Thanks. Real quick, by the way, have you... your ratio as far as you pursuing guys? Because I feel like, on the surface, that's a kind of a bold move. Usually, you expect the guy to be, like, seeing a cute girl and trying to, like, work out what grocery line she's going to be, and not the other way around with a girl pursuing a guy. Or this is that just a, a baseless stereotype? Pursuit.
2: Like... This wasn't a real, real pursuit. There's the hiccups.
1: It was just, oh, there he is. You, you locked eyes with your other friends right. in the store. And like, ooh, let's see who can bag this hottie. It
2: was just like surface, shallow fun. It wasn't oh, like, yeah. that man is love at first sight and I'm going to take him home. No, I know that.
1: But like at a, you hear or you see I, in movies, like guys are all be like, look at that girl. And then mm. just like someone stands up and someone pushes him back in the seat so he can stand up to go and talk to her. That's a picture you're painting for me, but with ladies.
2: Okay. Um, yeah, we made up codes, and we would like if there was a cute guy on like aisle four, we'd be like, um, I I don't remember the exact term now, but it was it was very obvious. It was like code forty five on aisle four, something <laughs> like something so Wait, would
1: stupid. You, would you go? Would you actually like go on the intercom?
2: Yeah, <laughs> like this was a.
1: Pre-radio. Debbie, Denise, Catherine, 45 on aisle four.
2: pre Pre-radio days, I loved the PA system. Oh, hell. I It was like my favorite
1: thing. We did a whole thing on the radio a few years ago where I all I wanted to do was get on intercoms. And we went to a few grocery stores and I got to say the specials. And it, it was more exciting than being on the radio, yeah. if I'm honest. So you made it to the cute guy. You were the one who got to bag his groceries. Right.
2: And I'm like, paper or plastic? And he's like, paper. And so I'm trying to just chat with him, you know. And- I uh, He he wanted paper. So in the professional grocery industry, when you've been working there for a long time, mm-hmm. there are little tricks that you can use to open the bags, like just flicking it open with a flick of your wrists.
1: As one puts a top sheet on your bed if you're alone.
2: Exactly. Okay. So you flick it open, and I was talking to him, and I just flick it open, and I'm like, two into it and the corner of the paper bag goes right into my eye <laughs> and i don't know if you've ever unexpectedly had something touch your uh, eye that hurts but
1: you lose control of your your cool it's kind of like a hit in the nose too it's automatic yeah. eye water it's like ah ah <laughs> super sexy <laughs> ah ah, ah. Ah, <laughs> oh,
2: god so sorry about that i'll get you a different bag and i'll open it with my hands on the counter but it gets better i didn't tell you the whole story before
1: okay that's so, what the podcast is for
2: so i open the bag and he's like are you okay and i'm like yeah thanks you know just embarrassed <laughs> mm-hmm. so he bought some canned soups and when you're bagging I, can i show you like how you do this so can i use your water
1: Sure, Stacey is now miming how you professionally bag a grocery bag. I will so narrate. So
2: the bag on the left on the counter.
1: Narr yeah, bag sitting on the counter. You're, you're loading soup pick in. Pick up the items. You know, I, you can move that microphone. You know, I know. Or you want to yell?
2: So you pick up the items. Thank you. And you know, while you're so good, you just like toss them into your hand and put them in the bag. Well, I missed, and I threw a can of soup directly behind me <laughs> into the glass window of the office.
1: That's Fortunately, amazing.
2: it didn't break, but it was embarrassing.
1: I was tell me why I was just thinking about that as a character, like on SNL, of like the clumsy badass. And the idea That's was funny. like someone being like, "Oh, you want to go?" And he flips out like a switchblade. And the way that people kind of dance before they fight with a switchblade, at least in the '60s, when mm-hmm. I watched. West Side Story. Because you you're toss, 87
2: years you old right now. You toss the knife
1: back and forth between your two hands like right. while you're maintaining eye contact. Like, it would be so funny if that was in a movie, but like the second toss... He's not looking at it. So he just misses the knife. I was like, oh, no, I still want. It. So I was thinking about that holding a knife. Mm-hmm. In I feel like if it was you, you'd hurt yourself with it. So maybe
2: you'd just stab yourself in the hand a little. That's why I put down the knife,
1: but I still wanted to like pantomime it for some reason. Okay. And Amanda walks in on me in the kitchen with like a mean face, crouched and moving back and forth, putting my weight on each different foot and fake tossing something between my hands. And she just walks and goes. What are you throwing? I have to be, <laughs> nothing. A
2: fake knife.
1: <laughs> you just walked in on your thirty-two-year-old uh, living boyfriend uh, playing make believe. Yeah, I mean that's what keeps you young. Speaking of make believe, uh, at least that's what you thought it was. I brought your something. girlfriend is real. <laughs> she's a real. It says so on the back of her. Oh,
2: God It says
1: real girl, mm-hmm. and underneath on her on she's the heel, she's a real doll. She <laughs> she's a real doll face. <laughs> was when I told you that we had paranormal activities uh, in right. our bedroom. Did no, your girlfriend look surprised? <laughs> her mouth was just open in like a perfect circle. And her eyes were just... <laughs> like, oh, I can't believe this but paranormal activity. I my, my trust was betrayed because I told you this in, in confidence. And I thought that you would be on board because you of the two of us are the one who's more open right. to the ideas of the paranormal. You've said that you've when actually real. personally... There you go again, experienced ghosts, and I told you (laughs) Mm -hmm. that all of a sudden, twice now this has happened, in the middle of the night, Our ceiling the light on our ceiling fan would just turn on. So in the middle of the night, all of a sudden, it fades on too, so it feels like the sun is rising in the Mm -hmm. middle of the night, and I was like, what the hell is going on? I tried to bring this to you, and you're like, oh, you mean like an electrical short in the remote? Yeah. Moving on. Moving on.
2: I did not. I would never say that. Next. That
1: I would say. (laughs) You bore me, peasant. (laughs) That I would say. Now, someone called with a solution that, I'm going to be honest, blew both of our minds.
3: Hey, I was listening to the radio. Yeah. And um, I know what's going on with Jonah's light.
1: Yes. The light on my bedroom ceiling fan uh, for two nights now just turns on in the middle of the night for no reason. Please it, tell us. I a, know it's not a it's ghost. It's a confirmed haunting. You can tell so, us.
3: So if you live in, like, kind of an apartment, like, we're building the together, or you have people, like, around you, your fan... Has switches in it up in the fan or in your remote, and someone else has the same code as you that close enough to uh, Dude. <laughs> so <thought> <laughs> that would be
1: so funny I, I, I don't live in an apartment but I live in the city in a brick house so like our neighbors are literally our, like they almost touch I could play catch with my neighbor from our bedrooms yeah. and when, Stacey the first time I saw your house in Maryland Heights I actually noticed we had the same exact Hampton Bay remote Yes. so I was like oh I, I actually thought to myself can I bring my remote over and screw with Stacey's lights if I ever want to have a fun time yeah. Now I outed myself on that plan. So maybe you're saying I just have more of a night owl neighbor because, right, it's like at 930 or 10 o'clock, the light switches, and yeah. I'm dead asleep because I have to wake up at 3, but someone else just might want to read a nice little book before bed.
3: That's what's going on because I did a, uh, an apartment that had 24 units in it, and we weren't even thinking about it, putting in, putting in all the same fans. <laughs> and so they all come standard with the same switches, and we were turning lights off and on, like, all the way down the, uh, you know, all the, way down the line. So, that's so yeah, that's funny. Going on. If, you, if you get up in your fan, that little box that controls the remote, there's little dip switches on it. Set those to something different, either all the way up or all the way down, and set it to the same way on your remote, and it'll fix it.
1: Oh, Thank you for solving this. So there is a ghost with the same remote as me in oh, my I attic. Oh,
2: Jonah. Right. <laughs> Thank right. you very much for f- fixing his problem. <laughs> no problem.
1: <laughs> that is kind of the perfect prank. I saw that on YouTube when this guy who is a, my dad is the biggest soccer f- Why are you looking at me like that?
2: Because I wasn't paying
1: attention. <laughs> 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 I don't you, know what you're talking about. You were about looking yet. Down at that on your phone when we were playing back that clip. I thought I'm
2: texting. The, I'm not texting. I'm emailing the boss back. He emailed me. I'm emailing him back. I I'm sorry. Oh,
1: I thought there was some weird. I thought I thought you're doing something inappropriate because you are looking forward to seeing your boyfriend tonight. You're flying. Why back would to, I do
2: something inappropriate now when I can do it in person in like five hours?
1: Because you, I did not know that you. Because you don't have patience. I you know. gave me my. Do you birth- want to see the pa- the nope. last
2: picture I sent him?
1: Nope. <laughs> we tried to. Uh, you tried. Are you, sure? you tried to give me my birthday present. Two months before my birthday, so I wouldn't Wait, be surprised. Wait, this picture of me is your you- birthday present? I never knew. <laughs> I saw a YouTube prank where a guy's dad was a huge soccer fan, and yes. it was a right. It was like the last few minutes, and he would sneak up behind with his. He found a different remote mm-hmm. and would shut off the TV that- and make his dad think that it was a glitch on the TV until the dad threw the biggest temper tantrum I have ever seen a grown man throw. Yikes! That so, doesn't sound fun. So that we're sounds not, mean. We're not on board with ghosts. At least as far as you're concerned with my ceiling fan. For
2: this particular... This particular
1: scenario, no. What about aliens? Well... I ask you that because we uh, we got as close to aliens as we ever have earlier this week.
2: So, I just feel like I want to talk so much more about ghosts. All right. Because
1: I want to talk about... This has never been said on our show. Putting a pin on aliens for a second so we can get back to ghosts.
2: <laughs> um, Yes.
1: All right, go ahead. I'm so sorry. So, here's the deal. Mm-hmm.
2: I really believe in science. I really believe that most psychics are not psychic but that they are intuitive and so they can tell by the tone of your voice or the questions that you're asking you know kind of what you want to hear Uh but I have seen instances and experienced instances myself that make me believe in it for myself in those specific instances like I have had I believe that people who are like my sister got in a car crash and I woke up with a you know I woke up at the same time that she was having the impact. Like, uh-huh. I do believe that people are connected that much, but I just think that there's so much other information and in that sort of thing that it is kind of blocked out. Well, I perhaps not
1: everybody is. Maybe my dad was just doing some transcendental me- meditation, if that's how you pronounce it. Because you just
2: zoned out? Well, no, because,
1: <laughs> because he's, he's, uh, he's still with us, but he... It, he freak the way that he deals with lights is so obnoxious it's the opposite but maybe he i maybe he was just trying to play a trick on me because he will he wants every single light in our in every house turned off he likes darkness he's like mm-hmm. a fucking vampire i to the point where i was visiting at home i was cooking in the kitchen he was in the other room in the living room he walked into the kitchen shut off one of my lights and walked back out into the other room because it was too much light coming out of the door i'm, like, I'm cooking you a meal it was too bright so maybe he was going to be like, oh, was this too bright? No, I lost you again.
2: I just don't see what this has to do with my ghost story.
1: Connections. <laughs> we don't have one, apparently. Your sis- a sister waking up at the impact of a car. Right. Perhaps my dad was using his connections to turn on my light.
2: Like, I've had that. Ra- I think that it's real, but I if, think that it's rare.
1: If that last conversation makes it in the podcast, I forgot to erase it because that didn't land. <laughs> Like right. okay. the aliens. So, just kidding. So you believe you believe in it in circums- in certain si- situations, some of which ooh, this is making me stutter. Maybe I should have another sip. Uh, <laughs> in certain situations, including some that you've experienced yourself, but I'm just making a big deal out of nothing in this instance.
2: Exactly. Mm. Like I don't feel like everyone believes in ghosts, and that's totally fine. I'm not here to change anyone's mind. I just know that in my personal experience, most things can be explained away by science or logic. And in addition to that, there are a lot of people who are searching for something, and so they're always looking to plug meaning into a void that they have in some way or another, whether it's talking to a psychic or seeing a dead loved one or seeing a sign like that hummingbird is my dead friend coming to say hello.
1: Because they had a hummingbird tattoo.
2: Right, exactly. But Mm. there have been instances where I am like that well, Was now you ghost? will have
1: to tell an example.
2: Okay, so... Um,
1: As she switches through the Rolodex of confirmed ghost stories that she has firsthand experienced. There
2: are so many. There's one in particular that I want to tell because it's kind of like the hummingbird thing, but I'm not sure if 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 you would... See it as anything more than coincidence. There
1: is a difference between the most compelling story in your opinion and the most compelling story in my opinion. This
2: isn't like the most compelling story, but it is an example of something that happened um, that everyone thought was actually paranormal, and it's very basic. Um, I worked at a job, and within congratulations, thank you. Within three months, two of our coworkers died. Uh, Both in vehicle, like one in a motorcycle accident, one in a car accident um and it was horrible and it actually seemed to cast you hear of like casting a pall over a place it it seemed darker inside the building where we worked and it was really really weird um and everyone was super sad because one of them in particular was extremely young and he died on his birthday sucks so it was horrible So later that year party, there was like an in honor of this person segment, and we were at a convention center. We were in like in the meeting room, the banquet room of a hotel, and so we had brought someone had put together like a CD of his favorite songs and stuff like that, and so we're all sitting around and we're all telling stories about him, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere um his favorite song starts playing and no one's near no one's near the console mm-hmm. his favorite song starts playing and everyone's like oh that's weird but then a commercial with his voice comes on over the the pa and we're like what the fuck is happening <laughs> and everyone like it's one of those things where you you kind of turn white, uh-huh. and it was really disarming, and it was really weird, and everyone was really freaked out by it, and there was no explanation for it, because I was in charge of production, and everything with his voice on it had been taken out, Um but it wasn't on the CD, and there was no... We weren't listening to the radio, and it was just like this weird snippet of his voice, and everyone freaked out.
1: Well, the thing is, though... um
2: that's. I mean, I can see how that can be explained away, but the feeling was really paranormal.
1: No, I, all I was going to say is that's, a, that's, that's an interesting story, but I, I had my light turned on twice. So... Okay.
2: <laughs> Wait, but was the switch on?
1: The physical... Okay. Okay. <laughs> the physical switch may have been on for the fan and that you only you may have only needed the remote control uh, to press a button to turn the light on and off that may or may not be easily affected by a low battery or, as mm-hmm. uh, was pointed out to us earlier, a neighbor with the same exact remote control.
2: I don't like the story I told. It's not that compelling. It's not like... Well, it's, it is freaky. It's not e- like,
1: whoa. I mean, to, to not... To not have a, a a radio feed and to only be playing a disc that has songs on it, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden his name comes on, that is freaky. Yeah. I I just I understand how it doesn't seem that whoa compared to my story. So I oh, I do understand why you might want to be backtracking mm-hmm. just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Aliens, Stacy? Do you believe in aliens?
2: I have a hard time believing that we are the only living intelligent organisms in the entire universe.
1: That is a a a more educated way of thinking about it. However, it's not like a philosophers or or scientists with, with those kind of ideas all decided to pressure the government in Area 51 into telling <laughs> right. us what they know. No, it, instead it took a joke Facebook post a few months ago, Storm Area 51, they can't stop all of us, we want to see them aliens. And the right. date was this past weekend to all go to Rachel, Nevada, which is right next to Area 51, and then from there... Naruto run through the gates mm-hmm. so they can clap alien cheeks.
2: So now is Area Fifty One even the place? I heard that that's not even the place where the aliens are. Correct.
1: Well, correct are that they? I've also heard that there is another research facility. I think uh, miles of tens or maybe a hundred miles south and Area <laughs> 51.5. <laughs> and I, I believe that the this guy who's been a very vocal person for the last thirty years. Or more who said i I worked on that site and I saw alien craft and I worked on an alien craft, mm-hmm. and I watched a test flight of an alien craft, and it his story has never changed or wavered or added or subtracted any details since he's been telling right. it, and he said that right they were going to the quote wrong place, and if they really, really, really wanted to check it out, it all that stuff at least when he was working was at right that different facility mm-hmm. however, uh people did still show up, not a lot. Not the million or so that had RSVP'd, yet hundreds still descended on that Mm -hmm. little town. But they made it more like a comic con. How small is that town? You may ask. So small that they have one store within a hundred (laughs) miles that serves the entire radius. Right, a hundred miles out, and we. I mean, let's be real. Where else are aliens
2: going to get Top Ramen? If there were aliens, they would go to that store because there's no other option.
1: Well, we called that store earlier this week to see exactly how that Alien Fest weekend went and exactly how everyone behaved when they descended upon a town with a population of 54. Katie works at a grocery store in Rachel, Nevada. Population 54. Oh, Closest town to Area 51. And we wanted to honestly just check in with you and see how you're doing after that whole... Storm Area 51 event?
4: <laughs> yeah, we're good. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't as big as um, everybody thought it was going to be, but it was pretty busy.
2: Did so. you sell out a tinfoil?
1: <laughs> they needed to make their hats somehow, Stacy.
4: <laughs> no, I actually didn't sell tinfoil at all the whole time I was on, but I'm pretty sure our shelves are still stocked of tinfoil. That's kind of funny.
1: <laughs> Did, were there people like in costumes showing up?
4: Oh, yeah. There were some pretty crazy people, but they were all having fun. Everybody was really nice. I don't think we had a lot of problems.
1: Did you get inspired? Did you just say, F it, I'm I'm taking a break early, and you just went to the gates with them?
4: No. (laughs) No. I'm not really into that kind of stuff, so no, I I did not partake, but... I'm not judging anybody that did. I'm glad Katie, that, Katie really. chose
1: to be employed instead uh, of come work and go to the <laughs> yes. gate.
4: I'm glad yeah.
1: to. I'm glad to hear that they all were treating you guys well. Was Was there anything out of the ordinary as far as things that you sold?
4: We pretty much have anything you can think of here because we're. the only grocery store for a hundred miles. We're the only store at all, really, other than the little gas station up the street. So we pretty much have kind of everything, but we did have quite a few of alien stuff that we've all sold out of. And so we, (laughs) I mean, we just did the right amount, I guess, because it all sold. So fantastic. I used to
2: work at a grocery store and it is really hard to have the right amount of inventory. Like that is impressive.
4: Yes, to guess, it's, it is very difficult. I think we went a little overboard on ice, but I think other than that, we did pretty well. So,
1: <laughs> What was the most creative costume that you saw?
4: Everybody were taking pictures of them, and they were in the paper and on the news quite a bit, but there was two girls that were in alien full alien costumes the whole weekend with bikinis on, and they were quite comical. <laughs> was it the
2: green ladies?
4: Yeah. Yes, yeah.
2: I saw them. I mean, like,
4: they were in it the whole time. I don't think anybody ever saw what they really looked like. So
1: They never so, dropped yeah. character.
4: Everybody was kind of just um, mostly like hair and makeup type dressed up, but there were a few that were in costume.
1: As close to an Area 51 local as you can be, do you think there's any secrets behind that gate?
4: Um, I don't think there's alien secrets. I'm sure there are secrets, but it's probably for good reason. So and now, it's been around for quite a while. If you want to live in the land of the free, you kind of have to let things be secret. So
1: and yeah, have some respect for the secrecy. Yeah. They're going to be secret yeah. forever. If two green women in bikinis can't get the secrets out, I think no one can.
4: <laughs> yes, yes, you're right. You're very right, well,
2: <laughs> so. Katie. Thank you so much. We appreciate you taking the time, and um, I know
1: you're at work. Oh, you're welcome. Not that we have any reason to go there ever, but now I just want to go to Rachel, Nevada. I want yeah. to. I want to go to that store. I want to meet Katie.
2: It's weird because I feel like I know what it looks like, even though I have. How could I possibly know?
1: I'm picturing many low aisles, and then everything is from a little like fifty cent toys that you can buy, mm-hmm. all the way to what you were mentioning, Top Ramen, and Katie's just ruling the whole thing. Yeah. All right. So ghosts, mm-hmm. aliens, mm-hmm. and weird grocery store experiences.
2: But do you believe in aliens?
1: The, f- the quick answer is no. Okay. But
2: we do- are literally a speck of dust sized. Right. So the fact that the universe is so big mm-hmm. and having someone else find us is akin to us being in this room and zeroing in on one speck of dust and going there.
1: That's how I feel about it. Even more than finding the molecule in that speck of dust, right, the universe yeah. is unimaginably huge. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's a compelling argument, if only because, right? The game, the odds, the odds are insurmountable that we exist, but there are millions and trillions of planets and places that we don't even know about. How? Right. How could we be the only one? But I mean, I feel like on the other side of the coin, the answer is easily just because, hmm. like this wasn't supposed to happen. But I, I don't know. I think there's definitely more of a chance that there's aliens and we don't know about it. Like there's, in my opinion, a way- Was your
2: question, are there aliens that have made contact with us or was your question just do you believe in aliens?
1: I I guess I I wasn't specific when I asked you, but I guess now I'm answering. I don't, I can with, see, I don't even know with certainty, but I would say I am way more likely to believe that there's aliens in general. Mm -hmm. Are you just saying intelligent life forms? Yes. or, Or life forms? Intelligent life intelligent forms. Life sentient forms. life forms? yes, uh, definitely more likely to think there's sentient life forms in the universe that that don't know about us and we don't know about them than that they've been here and and we're hiding it, yes. I don't
2: yes, I agree with you. Now, do you believe more in aliens or
1: ghosts? aliens? whoa i don't i don't I don't believe in ghosts i uh, in any do in you believe any form. in like
2: spirit like each person has a spirit.
1: I it that's mu- it's mucky for me I guess I'd not pro- probably not in that form like I don't believe that people or can come back in that way to send messages and stuff I'm more apt to go down the road of like we're all energy energy mm-hmm. is does doesn't go away so you your soul or whatever you want to call it I would def- I would define it more as that it mm-hmm. is released but it's not I don't believe in sentient ghosts. Okay. No. It'd be kind of fun to be a ghost, though.
2: Ooh. Hey, what do you guys think? Is it fun?
1: Just (laughs) kidding. (laughs) Blink the lights if it's fun.
2: Oh, my God! No. If
1: the lights blinked on cue, I would run out of studio. Would that make you believe? (laughs) That you were an excellent prankster. I don't know. I don't know. I know. And this is really weird because for the last 10 minutes, we haven't even covered this, but ever since we brought up the grocery store, all I was thinking about is how you had to see that dong in the freezer.
2: Oh, it was in the produce cooler.
1: Oh, the produce cooler. The dong in the produce cooler. Yeah. Now the name of this episode of the podcast. (laughs) Uh, So when I worked at a grocery store... Let's cap this off with this story titled Dong in a Produce produce Cooler, and then we're going to get the hell out of here.
2: So uh, one of the first few years I worked at the grocery store, um, I started working when I was like 16 or 17.
1: And again, Framed is a funny story. We can laugh at it now, but... That's pretty messed up. You want to talk about how climates are different? How we act differently at work nowadays? Right. So there was this
2: guy who worked in the produce department, and I was a a courtesy clerk, a bagger. So I was kind of a utility player, and I would help different departments if they needed help, and I would bag groceries and that sort of thing. So this guy was like, "Hey, Stacy, I need your help in the produce cooler," and I was like, "Okay," and I thought I was going to help him like load m- mushrooms. <laughs> I don't know why I thought of that Uh-oh. onto you know the cart to.
1: Sure, or you got to go and like stock the shelves.
2: So, the produce cooler is about as big as our studio that we're in right now. It's like by a 12. walk-in, a walk-in cooler and it's just packed with all of the produce um that needs to go out on the
1: shelf. Eggplant, mushrooms, right. zucchini.
2: Yeah, but then there thickers. were also stuff in there like lemons, limes, avocados, coconuts. Right, exactly. Apples, uh, walnuts. Um so I he is further he's closer to the cooler than I am, and he kind of yells it across the produce section. And so he's around the corner in the and in the cooler before I get there. So I walk in, and you know how grocery store clerks have an apron mm-hmm. that they wear, you know, to keep your clothes clean and hide your dick. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> so,
2: so he's like, "Do you think I have a big dick?" And he lifts up his apron. And I looked right at it because he can't help mm-hmm. that it was fucking massive, <laughs> and I was like, "Yep." And I turned around and I walked right out of the cooler. I mean, I that it, it hung um, down almost to his knees. Ooh. The thing was gigantic.
1: Well, first things first. Uh, what a sh- uh, uh, what a shitty, creepy person. Because how old were you? I was maybe nineteen. Ugh. Uh, secondly, plus he was in a cooler.
2: Right. I know. I mean, George Costanza has no excuse.
1: I was in a hot tub
2: <laughs> for a long
1: time.
2: No, it was massive. It was like porn massive. Poor guy passes out every
1: time he gets an erection.
2: He had like seven kids. Not a joke.
1: Well, they don't have far to swim.
2: <laughs> don't they have farther to swim? <laughs> no, it's well. Oh, I see. <laughs> yes. That's door to, to door. Out. To get out. Once you're out,
1: you're just at the front door. Right. Just walk right in. Right. Well, what a way to end. Hey, have a great time this weekend with your family.
2: Ew. I have the grossest visual right now.
1: Yep, I got it too. That's fun. So you are uh, you're doing a family reunion. As
2: always, hi mom. Hey,
1: mom. <laughs> Say hi to your kid for me.
2: Okay. <laughs> I will. I will. Anything Actually, else? he um we were just talking the other day, and he, when he comes to visit me, he would like to visit you and Amanda as well. Oh, well, it's awesome! You're up for it? Oh yeah, of course. Great. He wants to see your house and see you guys. Well, nice. see you guys
1: and see your house. It's okay. The house is, looks better than we do. The house is amazing. I'm, I'm a fan. Uh, congratulations, by the way, on finishing your your paint job in your house. I know we're thank headed you. out. I know. Thank, you, thank have, you so much for your help. You're welcome. Did you paint over the window you covered with the with everything? So if you, you discovered a window in your living room wall, then you had to put, you oh. had to frame it and then you put drywall on it. And the last time I saw it, it was just with putty and drywall. Were you able to paint gray over it yet?
2: No, because I still have to sand it.
1: Mm, and fun, so fun.
2: I haven't, it's so gonna, you're not done yet. it's going to make the biggest mess. I've been putting it off because I all mean, the
1: dust and shit. Yeah. Yeah.
2: My house is already so dusty from just putting it in. If you need up. a
1: vacuum, I can stand next to you holding a vacuum.
2: Really? Yeah. I would
1: love it. i make it a lot-
2: turn it on and suck the dust up also well, yes that was
1: okay okay now the stage is feeling punchy it's time to leave you have a plane to catch airport.
2: i'm punchy i'm not doing you when you win see now you're just all over the place i know yes sorry. that was a reference to throwback a live at 7
1: videos you can see on the Archers' facebook page so you're not confused
2: my it's headache like, is so big i think tell. that it is making
1: me delirious all right hey cheers let's get out of here
2: cheers